Surfing for Self-Esteem, Episode 2. My heart raced as I walked into the Malibu surf shop for my first surfing lesson at age 54. The nice people at the end of the Malibu Fishing Pier had recommended Jack, and that's who my first surfing lesson was going to be with today. And I looked for Chris, who was the manager, but he wasn't there. And I looked for what I imagined would be an old Malibu sea codger of like 60 or 70, you know, like a, uh, like a Sam Elliott uh, from Lifeguard or a David Hasselhoff stand-in from Baywatch. Instead, it was Jack, who was an 18-year-old bleached hair, zinc oxide smeared across his nose and face, hyper, not what I was expecting, could be my grandson. I wanted a salt of the earth, been there, done it, seen everything, but I got Jack, who evidently was fully qualified because he had surfed every single day of his entire life. He picked out a wetsuit for me and he told me to put it on. And it's part of the rental there, he said, and he assured me that they were clean because people do pee in them, I guess. He told me to go to the back and put it on. It's essentially an alley in back with like a little wooden wall that you change and there's no roof. And I just struggled to squeeze my body into what had now become a pandemic body. It was strangely out of shape and trying to wriggle my way into this fetishy sort of rubbery suit was challenging. Finally, with it zipped up and my rolls of... Well, fat, bubbling out here and there. I walked back into the surf shop, and I somehow expected the whole world to applaud my accomplishment. There were teenagers shopping for surf clothing, and there was a girl explaining how Malibu Colony had become so crowded since the pandemic, and she was describing it to another surf girl as if it was just her local neighborhood instead of the multi-million dollar movie star destination that it is. I waited for Jack to look my way, standing there, and he looked around, and he did look my way, and he shouted, You have your wetsuit on backwards. That is when everyone in the surf shop did turn and look at me. However, it was not that momentous first cotillion debut feeling that I was hoping for, that everyone was looking at. And I blurted out, Well, it's my first surfing lesson. Someone could have at least pointed that out to me. Then a surfer girl politely showed me to just change there in that changing room inside the store. I went into this changing room, unzipping the front, as I learned, which is not where the zipper goes. It goes in the back. And I struggled to get back out of it. It was almost impossible because this wasn't really a change room either. It was a corner of the store with a curtain from one corner wall to the other side, and my arms and legs kept going out of the curtain and into the store. I then heard some teenage girls whispering, is he still in there? He's still in there. And I realized there was a line for the partition with everyone waiting to use the change room. I felt like somebody's father or grandfather who can't get his depends on. I struggled with this wetsuit and finally I got it turned around 
and managed somehow to keep my bathing suit on, as I was told to do. Fun fact, and it's kind of titillating, no one else is wearing a bathing suit underneath their wetsuit. Only the people that rent them. If I had known that all these hot surfers over the last 30 years were in fact free-balling under their wetsuits, I'm sure I'd have found a way to get out there sooner. Jack was very hyper, and he bounced up and down like Tigger. Let's go, let's go. He picked out a surfboard, which was about two feet longer than the one he had, and we walked across PCH. Well, he zigged and zagged, and I followed and zigged and zagged, and I just felt very empowered. I was with Jack, and we were going surfing. The tourists looked at us in our wetsuits, and I just felt so much like a part of the surfing culture. And we had not even gotten into the water yet. But I was reclaiming my identity, which I had been shamed into from childhood, that identity of the awkward kid who couldn't and didn't know how to play any water-related activity or sport, like who couldn't water ski and who couldn't fish and who couldn't play beach volleyball or sail a boat or scuba dive. I would learn to surf and I would be a natural at it. I knew it. My arm was beginning to tingle as we walked across Surfrider Beach and went around the bend, dodging these people, and then we were walking on the rocks, which were ouchy, and then over the jetties and these concrete embankments that were crumbling. That's the only way that you can go around the historic Adamson House, by the way, if you know your way around uh, Malibu and on the Pacific. So it takes you to the other part of the beach, which they call two points or three points, and then there's one point where you cross the Malibu Lagoon Creek, and then there's a second point, and I don't know, I was getting so tired. Finally, I said, Jack, have you ever heard of a Sherpa? Which he had not, and I explained that they are on Mount Everest, and he zigged and zagged back in front of me, and I said, you know, we have to swap surfboards. His was so much lighter. So I carried the shorter one, and I was huffing and puffing, and by the time we finally got to our destination, when it was crowded, and there were all these surfers in the water, and I was out of breath, and this is not the way I imagined it. Jack continued bouncing up and down and around, and he had done miles around me already. And of course, we stopped and we took the Instagram photo. Me standing next to the surfboard. Now, the board that I was actually surfing on, of course, was about two feet taller than me. So no one who actually would see this picture would think I was a regular surfer, because a surfer surfboard is much shorter. It's what they call a longboard. And the longboard is the equivalent of a dunce cap. Make no mistake. My son, Jack, my grandson, Jack, was ready to roll. Jack, you must pretend I am your father or grandfather and just slow down. I know this was like denigrating of myself and wasn't necessary to make a joke about myself, but I just lost my breath and we hadn't even paddled out yet. So after several minutes more of posing for more Instagram-worthy pictures, we did in fact go into the freezing Pacific Ocean. I grew up in the south in the bathwater of the Gulf and we were entering what in my mind is sub-zero water temperature in the Pacific, but truly the wetsuit kept me warm and my feet, though, were so cold, I didn't realize I had already cut them on the coral and they were bleeding. At low tide, this whole area is a coral rock fishing, I don't know, 
it's a park kind of thing and there's maps and kids collect starfish and crap but in the future i would wear <laughs> booties on a booty jack's feet were bleeding as well but he says they always do he didn't seem to care it did not make me feel much better. And as we swam out, he said hello to the locals, which did make me feel better because then I said hello to the locals. And I was glad to have a local. And I knew already I was a local. I was one of them here at Malibu Surfrider Beach. And after all, it had been 30 years since I moved to L.A., almost to the date. I was going to take a surfing lesson, I said, every birthday, every New Year's resolution. And I had told the story at the surf shack of how I got chased away from the beach by some local surf rats some 30 years ago when I first got out here from Florida and they yelled at me to go back to Florida. Really that happened when I was taking a left turn on Ventura Boulevard and not out at the beach at all. But I heard that those things could happen out at the beach. And of course, then when they asked which beach it was, I just pretended not to know. And so I guess it wasn't a very good lie, but I somehow made myself sound like both a victim and a hero for having conquered it all. Now we're in the water swimming on top of our surfboard and I'm paddling and I'm trying to follow Jack's lead into the surf. But a wave knocks me backwards and tosses me all the way back to my starting point at the shore. And then I'm headed back out again and again. And I'm just completely exhausted trying to swim out. I can't even pass where the goddamn waves break. And at this point, it really didn't matter who the surfing instructor is because it's up to you. It, I have to get out there with the waves and get pounded on and tossed around. And I was just so thankful to Jesus and God once I finally got out there past the shore break. But then I was too tired. I just continued to tread water on top of the surfboard. Wave after wave, Jack would say, go, 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 go. And I just would not. He'd spot another great wave coming. And then he even turned me to face the shore so I wouldn't see the wave and he would just shove me. Now he had shown me on the beach how to stand on the surfboard. And on the beach, it was easy to stand on the surfboard, but it's very different to try to stand on a surfboard as it begins to surf. And the wave comes and I fell backwards. Another wave crested and he pushed me, and I fell. And again, I fell backwards. And over and over, I then spun, like inside a washing machine, spinning, spinning, all the way to the shore, into the sand, until I had landed, ass up, my surfboard nowhere to be found. Jack was yelling from out on the water, are you okay? Great, I yelled, and I put the thumb in that finger, that was it, the pinky finger? You know, that thing with a, like, okay, 10, or hang, hang five, whatever it means. He had showed me how to do it and I did it. And a thumbs up too. And then I just sat there. My surfboard washed up. There was sand in my pants, I'm sure. And I just stuck the surfboard into the ground because I couldn't stand. Jace, Jack surfed in. Hey, let's get back out. And I said, Jack, I can't, I can't breathe. I was starting to hyperventilate, which is the weirdest thing to be out of breath in the water. I, like, I felt like the water's refreshing. I told Jack, just go surf, because you know you really do learn as much from watching, I said, which is a lie. But he believed me and said, okay, yeah, sure, man. He seemed thrilled because 
you know, he was getting to surf and be paid $100. So out he went. And he surfed. And then I lost track of where he was because there were so many surfers. And then I looked at other hot surfers who wouldn't be my son or my grandson. And then I could just look at them and imagine that I had some street cred or surfer cred just by sitting here with a surfboard. I don't think I really did. I mean, I did have several looks from older guys who were surfers. They were younger than me, but older than Jack. And they looked at me but more with a disdain or a smirk. And after about 20 minutes of that, I caught my breath and I paddled back out. There was Jack and another wave. Brantley, you gotta lean a little further back, not so far forward. Now, it's a lot to take in because you only have a second to figure it out. It's not like you can keep going up wave after wave like in a batting cage where they, the ball just keeps coming and you keep trying to swing. I'm going to call this the dismount, but it's really the mount where you get yourself up onto the board thing before the wave turns you over again. And then again, as you spin around again, all the way back to the shore. And of course, by this time, my foot was really bleeding. I would sit this out and more time out. I told Jack he could surf some more. And I would like to tell you that on this first time that I got back up. Well, I don't even remember the rest of what happened. It was a blur. I do remember us finally going back. And it seemed like an eternity. The 0.7 miles with my spaghetti legs. As we got back, Jack said, you'll get the hang of it. And back at the surf shack, everybody was said, how did you do? And me, I said, great, it was a lot of fun. Really, I felt humiliation and shame, and I was disappointed because Jack had assured me all of his clients had always gotten up on the first lesson. However, he was gracious and kind enough not to tell everyone in the surf shack that I had failed and not gotten up. It was a secret between Jack and I. And I asked when he would be surfing again because I felt safe since he kept the secret. However, he said that he had a very strict schedule of surfing seven days a week and so he only worked two days and he would not be in again until the following Saturday and Sunday. And I realized Saturdays and Sundays are not the best day to surf and learn because of the crowds. I went to take the wet suit off and back and I was watching the next person suit up for a lesson and another person coming in and I was just one of many that day for them. I watched another guy return a surfboard and I mean he was stocky too, stockier than me, but he clearly had been able to surf that day and get up. And then those damn teenage girls came back and they had all been surfing. Weirdly, out on PCH, I felt strangely accomplished because, I don't know, maybe I was so exhausted at this point that I just couldn't think anymore or feel sorry for myself. But I also sat there back at the little beach there by the pier and I thought, oh my God, I finally did it. I didn't do it, but I did it. Like, I kind of almost did it. And I thought about the fact that I thought that I would have been better, but I did try. I mean, I really, really tried. And you know, I thought that my limited water skiing skills would have served me. And I, I had thought that, you know, I just would be a natural, that I'd be the first 50-year-old surfer to 
just jump up magically on that surfboard. And everybody would talk about how fabulous I was and how I would have felt so at peace between the waves. I mean, Jack had told me about a guy that's comparable in my age, Laird Hamilton. And Laird surfed in that exact same spot we were at. And he surfed all the way on one wave from there through the Malibu Pier all the way to the beach on the other side, which means he went between the jetties and the pilings on one wave. I mean, I'd like to find like an analogy to Laird Hamilton and myself, but the, there's, there's just not one. I signed up for my second surfing lesson, knowing the second one would be the one. <laughs>